and just get on up in it and work it, okay? That's it. I don't think we need anything. We're ready. My Lord. We're ready when you well, are. Well, tell us and let's do it. All right. Hit it. I well, this is a treat for the first time ever here on the beautiful banks of the Shenandoah. They well. come from uh, Richmond, Virginia. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oops, sorry, though. This beautiful woman here has been basically the queen of gospel music All for right. more than 50 years in Richmond, All Virginia. Right. And, uh, it's an honor to have them here. Make them feel welcome. Maggie Ingram and the Ingram Mets. Come on. <laughs> 
program. That's all right. Mama was sitting in the back of the van, you not are. having very much to say. Normally, when we get through on, on a day like today, she'll, she'll get in the van and she'll say, my, we had a good time. My, 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 the, yeah. the folks sure did seem to love the Lord out there today. But on this particular night, she, she sat in in silence, not having something to say. One of the girls said, Mama, did you enjoy the program? And she said, well, it, it was okay. That's all right, baby. Go ahead. <laughs> this child said, Grandma, the, the group show did sing good, didn't it? She said, well, they, they done all right. Finally, somebody in the van said, I wonder what's wrong with Mama. Mama said, children, something happened yeah. on tonight that left my heart feeling real real sad we thought about it and and we couldn't think of what had happened that night she said here's what happened I didn't hear I didn't hear nobody pray
said, all right, y'all, let's get on. Let's get on with the show. I sat there listening. No.
And a couple of them times, it looked like it wasn't enough road for us and them. But somehow God just kind of widened up the road just enough to, to let us get by going this way while they was going that way. I said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Because the road was wide enough so we could come on back in safety.
Introduce the members Hallelujah. of this group. This is uh, this is my mom. I'm her oldest daughter, Almeida. This is my mom, Sister Maggie. Amen. Amen. This past July the fourth, we were blessed to help her celebrate her 84th birthday. Mama was 84. Mama has five kids. I'm the oldest girl. I'm not her oldest child, but I'm the oldest girl. She had three boys, and then she had two girls. I'm the oldest girl. Amen. I have a baby sister and, uh, at home. Uh, she and her husband are there at their ministry this morning. That's right. This young lady who looks so much like me is, is my sister's oldest daughter. This That's is my right. grand, This is my niece. And this is Mother Maggie's granddaughter, Cheryl. So we got three generations. We got three generations on stage. This young lady on the end here that had to go potty and was the reason we ain't do our sound check. <laughs> this is our this is our sister from another mother. This is Valerie Stewart. Valerie's been with us now. Valerie's been with us now almost uh, over 10 years now. So I mean, yeah. Valerie's family on keyboards back here. This is uh, Harvey Hamlin, Stuart Harvey Hamlin. This is our big, big boy. Call him big boy. And on the bass guitar over here, this is Calvin Kool-Aid Curry. We call him Kool-Aid. And back here making all this noise on the drums, this is uh. This is Randall Dexter Court. This is Randall Court on the drums back here. <laughs> and now, I, I, I never forget to introduce this young man that's always with us everywhere we go. That's all right. He's always, look, Cheryl said that's grandma's boyfriend. Well, it might be. But that's actually her husband. That's uh, Herbert Bebo, that's actually her husband. And 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 sh and he tells everybody that before he married this young gal, he he didn't look this old like he looked now. But after he married this young gal, he been he been just getting older by the day, trying to keep up with her. Lord have mercy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless the Lord. And so. 
we started this group with Mama and and her five little children. We that's right. Very humble beginning. She born in 1930 on Mo Holland's cotton plantation in a little place called Coffee County, Georgia. She worked the fields with her parents. They were sharecroppers there and while she worked in the fields with her mommy and her daddy she, she, she got to the third grade and, and her daddy pulled her out of school to, to work in the fields That's because right. she was older they didn't get any brothers until later so mama was one of the older girls her daddy worked the girls in the fields so she worked in the cotton fields and in the tobacco fields of of Georgia and that's right while she was there she met and she married a very handsome young field hand his name was Thomas Ingram and that's all our daddy daddy uh going on to be with the Lord now but Amen. mama was gifted at at a very early age she began playing the piano and singing without any training whatsoever right. and and she still does she plays the piano there at the center where she goes during the day, she sings there with them, playing, yeah. the, playing the hymns and the songs of Zion. And, 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 and to their union, God, God blessed them with three boys. And, and, and then Daddy moved the family to Miami, Florida, where he had an aunt living. And, and we moved down there with Aunt Ethel. And while Mama and Daddy were in Florida, she had myself and my little sister. Amen. Daddy worked uh, cutting people's grass, and Mama worked cleaning both houses. Daddy used to cut the grass out at the old Orange Bowl there oh, in man. near Liberty City, Florida. And that was before they had riding mowers and, uh, and electric lawnmower. okay? So you know what a task that was, keeping the hedges yeah. trimmed and the, and the grass cut at the Orange Bowl yeah. where the Hurricanes play. They got a new stadium there now, but before they tore it down, every time we would go back home, I... They, they would wonder where I had gone. I had gone down through Liberty City just to see how things had changed since we had been there. Hallelujah. And while we were down in Miami, Daddy became a, a, a preacher. God called him to preach. And so right. when, I, when I came out on the grounds and I saw this tent, my heart just, just began to race a little bit because these are the kinds of revival meetings that daddy would hold. Daddy would come into town and they would pitch a tent and, and he would come out to preach. And sometimes folk didn't gather like y'all are gathered today. Sometimes nobody would show up at the tent and there wouldn't be nobody there but mama and daddy and, and us five little children. That's right. And so we would we would stand there at the door with some fans that we had gotten from the funeral home. Amen. My brothers was the ushers, and me and my sister would sit in the chairs on the front. And and and, and, and even though nobody showed up, Mama would Mama would get on the piano and she would say, "After the choir shall sing the next selection, the next voice that you will hear will be that of my beloved and esteemed husband, Elder right. Thomas Ingram." Y'all hear ye what the Lord has to say? Amen. And then all five of us would come up front. And, and, and we would be the choir. Yeah. We would sing for daddy. And, and, and after we got through singing, we would go sit in the chairs on the front That's row. Right. And we would listen to daddy preach. Sure oh, bless did. his name. And by and by, daddy got a little weary of, of working so hard and, and preaching and, 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 and not, making, not making enough money to take care of his family. And one morning, mama got up and, and daddy had left. He had gone on back home to his family right. in Florida and, and Georgia and left us there in Florida. And I remember, 
I remember sure just did. as a little girl seeing my mama on her knees crying and praying, God help me keep my little family together. Yeah. And so while other little children were outside playing marbles and hopscotch and, 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 and playing jacks, we were in the house. Mama sat us around in a circle and found an old stick out in the yard. She would she would beat time. We didn't have no drums like this, oh, but, but, but she had an old stick. And, and Mama taught every one of us how to sing. She taught me how to sing soprano and Amen. taught my sister how to sing alto. She taught my brother how to sing baritone. We got an oldest brother, and she even taught him how to sing bass. And that's how God kept us together. Amen. Not, not, not to make money, but just to give him glory because we didn't know, but God knew the things that Amen. he had in Amen. store for us down the road. There were plenty of times that there wasn't enough food to eat. I, 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 I saw Mama. She, she, she had a little chicken, so she, she fried up little, little two, three pieces of chicken, put a little gravy on it, and, and, and made some mashed potatoes. And, and we would be eating chicken and mashed potatoes. Mama wouldn't be eating nothing. I, I saw her get a little, little, little piece of bread with some peanut butter on it. I said, Mommy, don't you want some of this chicken? She said, Oh, no, baby. That's for y'all, y'all. This is what I want. I want this That's peanut butter right. sandwich. So Mommy's going to eat this, and you all go ahead and eat. Yes. On, on Sunday morning, she would she would get us ready on Saturday to go to church. Oh, she, she 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 would get some 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 little starch, free starch. We didn't have none in the can. She she got that starch in the red and white box, all those starch, and she mixed it up in a in a pan of water. And and the little homemade dresses that she made us, she sprinkled them with the starch and rolled them up and put them in the refrigerator. That Sunday morning, she got up and with that iron that Saturday night, she would flat iron those dresses. And I mean, they'd be stuck out like that. Lord have mercy. She would plait our hair and, and put a stocking cap on our head. I don't yeah. know if any of y'all know what a stocking cap is. That's just what it sounds like. It's a cap made out of a stocking. And, and she put that on our head on Saturday. And baby, we had to wear that stocking cap all day Saturday. Now what happens when oh, you get man. up Sunday morning, there's a line right across your forehead. And, would be across our forehead till about 2 yeah. o'clock that afternoon. Early Sunday morning she got up and, 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 and I can still remember her frying salt pork bacon. I buy it now and my grandchildren look at me, Grandma, we are not eating that. There's no meat on that. That's just fat. That's All just right. She fried salt pork bacon and made hominy grits. And she never got rid of the grease from the bacon. She, she kind of just poured it in a can yeah. on the stove and then when she gave us our bath and got us dressed for church, we would be a little ashy, so she'd dip her hand in that grease and she would just kind of. All right. And we was nice and shiny then. She put it down on our legs and stuff where our heels and our knees would be ashy and, and we would start out the church. And child, I want you to know flies followed us everywhere we went. But we went to church and we had a good time. And one night, Mama sat on the edge of her bed and, and I heard her talking to somebody. I'm trying to figure out who she's talking to. All right. We talked about that and she said it was God telling her the same word that he gave to Abraham, Maggie, if you'll leave That's where right. you are and you go to a place that I'll show you, Amen. I will bless you. And I will make your life a blessing. I'll give you a great name. I'll give you some land. And through you, I will bless people all over the world. Amen. She said, God, I, 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 
don't know anybody in the town you're sending me to. God said, you just go. And as you're on your way, yeah. I'll be with you. And so, on December the 24th, early that morning, yeah. we got up and Mama loaded us up in a 1956 green and white Chevy sure Bel Air. There wasn't room enough for all us in the seat, so y'all know when children used to could ride in the air pocket up there in the back seat. That's right. And you wouldn't get pulled over by the state trooper and get a ticket. Amen. So we loaded up in that car and made our way to Richmond, Virginia. That's right. And when we got to Richmond, Virginia, it was Christmas Eve night. We didn't know anybody and we had nowhere to go. And God spoke to Mama and told her to call the preacher at at the Church of God in Christ. And so she called him. She said, sir, me and my children have just come in from Florida, and I know you don't know me, but God told me to call you. He said, you and your children wait right there. And in about an hour, he sent a deacon with the keys to a little two-story row house there in Richmond. They, houses are stuck together in, in, in Richmond. Yeah. And, and, and we got in the house, and the, the ceiling had holes, and it was December 24th, and snow was on the ground. It had holes in it, but there was a big pot belly stove right in the middle of the floor. Mama went down in the basement and shoveled some coal, and we made a fire. She laid us down around the big pot belly stove, and we went on to bed and spent our first night in Richmond, Virginia, the land that God had promised us. Oh, the next morning, it, it, it was Christmas Day. That's right. But, but there were no bicycles, and... There wasn't no baby dolls, and there wasn't no Xboxes, and there wasn't no Nintendos, and, and there wasn't none of that stuff. Mama went over to the closet. She said, y'all wait right here. She lined us up by the pot belly stove, and she went in the closet. She came out. She had five little brown paper bags with some red Christmas ribbon tied around yeah. it, and she gave each one of us one. She said, Merry Christmas, baby. Mama don't have much but Merry Christmas, and we opened up our little bags. Yeah. Looked down in the little brown bag, and, and, and we smiled because there was an apple, yeah. And, and there was an orange in the bag. Uh -huh. And there was a little candy cane stick in the bag. And some of that Christmas candy to get all stuck together Amen. and get lit all over it when you put it in a handkerchief. And we were so grateful for what God had done for us. We were grateful because we were together and God had kept his promise. And so I got to tell you, when they dedicated the Martin Luther King Junior, when they dedicated his monument in, in Washington, D.C., they, they called and asked us to come and sing at the Kennedy Center for the performing arts. And while I stood in the wings, waiting to go out on the stage at the Kennedy Center, I just began to think about how good God has been. We didn't ask for any of it, but the telephone just keeps on ringing, and, and folk are just blessed. And, and now I understand what God meant by, through us, he would bless people all over the world. And this lady, this lady that had to drop out of school in the third grade a couple of years ago, the Richmond, Virginia Seminary there, they decided that for her collective body of lifetime work, they would honor her with an honorary doctorate degree in music. on this stage as Dr. Maggie Ingram. Oh, bless his name. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. And so now, I told you when we got to Richmond, Virginia, it, it was 1961. 
I was nine years old. Yes, Lord. And so yes. I stand before you today at 62 years old to let, sure. you, let you know how good God has been. Hallelujah. And if I'm doing my math right, I've, I've got more years in back of me than I got ahead of me. I know. So when I, when I sing with these young people here and, and sometimes tears just come out of my eye, they, they wonder what's on my mind. Because yeah. I'm thinking about there's going to come a day when, when the Lord's going to call mommy and the Lord's going to call us home and, and we want them to keep this ministry going. And so, Berryville, if I, if I never get back to see you no more, I want you to know that uh, I'll meet you. When we all get on the other shore, I don't know about you, but I'm on my way. I, I, I work real hard because I'm working so that I can live again. I'll meet you. I'll meet you here. You love I'm longing for you. Oh, my God. And so. Eternal, my eternal. 
Hey, listen. God bless you. Maggie Ingram and the Ingramettes brought a CD with them that I know very well because we produced it at the Folklife Program. It's live from Fifth Baptist Church in Richmond, Virginia. The night that they uh, bestowed that honorary doctorate around Maggie is unbelievable, and it's the only place you can get it is right here. And they would just like to come and say hi, too. Did you all enjoy that? Unbelievable, huh? <laughs> <laughs>